this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guest name today, Margot Schoenborn. She is the CEO of OmniSeek, which is a really cool company on the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus. They are a part of our region's growing biotech sector and really changing the way that cancer is diagnosed. Super interesting company and episode. I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. And thank you so much to Margot for all of her time. Rate us on iTunes if you get the chance. And I think that's it. Thank you. So for those that don't know, what is OmniSeq? OmniSeq is a clinical laboratory. We perform molecular di- uh, diagnostic testing. We're located on the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus. Um, and we perform what's referred to as genomic, pro- genomic and immune profiling testing on late stage cancer patients to help their oncologists determine which therapeutic selection or which drug is, is the best drug for their patient. Right. And for, so you're changing the way that oncologists can make decisions on treatment, basically. Yes. Um, for the non-science person, and I'm including myself in that, um, you know, just try and explain it or distill it um, so that people can kind of get a grasp of what you do. Sure, sure. The type of testing that we perform is referred to as next generation, next generation sequencing uh, of um, people's DNA and RNA that is taken from their solid tumor uh, tissue from their cancer. So as a result of a biopsy, let's say, that's taken, or if someone has surgery to remove a tumor, uh, our testing can be performed on solid tissue that's taken from a patient. And your cancer actually causes uh, genetic mutations to your DNA and RNA strand. So what our testing does is looks at that and looks at damage that's caused or genomic variations, mutations, fusions, translocations to um, see what damage has been done to uh, the DNA strand resulting from the cancer. And certain genomic variations or mutations to your DNA uh, to particular genes are associated with response to particular drug therapies. So if a patient has a particular mutation to a gene, so let's say a patient has a, um, a lung cancer patient has uh, a mutation to their ELK uh, gene, uh, that is associated with response to particular drugs. Um, mm. So uh, that's how we're able to guide oncologists in determining then which drug they should select for their patient and the likelihood of response. It really is the very essence of precision medicine. Right. And there's a component, um, at least on the patient's end, of saving time for them in, in the diagnosing, pro- or maybe not diagnosing, but um, prescription of which, uh, I'm going to butcher the language, but you know, of which, which path to take. I watched your Empire State uh, development video that you guys oh, did, okay. and it was talking about, you know, you, t- you test for drug A, and then you have to go back and test for drug B and then drug C. And by the time you get to D, there's no, mu- no more uh, DNA to sample from. So you're able to test on that DNA for multiple drugs at the same time? For multiple gene markers. Gene right. markers at the same right. time. Right. Exactly. Exactly right. So um, this type of next generation sequencing allows us to, to test very large gene panels or numbers of genes 
versus what traditionally was referred to as single analyte testing, okay. uh, which is single gene testing. So a clinician, even 10 years ago, uh, or even five years ago, really, would uh, you know send a specimen out, have a single gene tested. If that came back negative, they would then move to the next gene. If that came back negative, they would then move to the next test. Um, and it's really a very inefficient use of tumor tissue uh, to, to perform testing that way, and it also can result in treatment delays because it takes time for um, several single tests to be performed versus knowing all the answers up front, having a large gene panel run, and having all of those markers included in that gene panel right. uh, to help drive then that therapeutic selection. So that's OmniSeq's story. Um, tell us a little bit about your story and, and how you've gotten to this role leading the company? Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> Everyone a Buffalo. All, everyone's yeah. always afraid to talk about themselves. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Buffalo native. Um, uh, grew up here and uh, went uh, to school in Rochester, as, as we were talking about earlier. Went to law school at University of Buffalo and then uh, moved to New York City and was practicing uh, down in New York, both in, in private practice for um, Nixon Peabody, a big international law firm, um, and then joined the Department of Justice and was working at the U.S. Attorney's Office. Um, and my husband actually had a, a job opportunity back in Buffalo, so we moved back to Buffalo in 2007. Like many expats, we came back right. and raised our, our family here. So it's been, it's been a, a nice thing uh, for us. Um, I was part of uh, the legal team at Roswell Park Cancer Institute. Uh, I was serving as Deputy General Counsel there. Uh, when uh, Roswell decided to spin OmniSeq out. Right. And at that time, um, there had been a particular small gene panel test for non-small cell lung cancer called OmniSeq Target that had been developed in uh, Roswell's Center for Personalized Medicine. And it had enormous success. Uh, and Roswell Park's board of directors and Candace Johnson their CEO really had the vision to ensure that that testing uh, could be expanded outside of Roswell Park and that both patients and clinicians outside of Roswell Park would have access to, to the testing and, and that technology. And we launched OmniSeq in 2015, right. um, and, and that was kind of the start, the start of the, the company. So I joined the company uh, when it started as its general counsel um, and uh, senior vice president. And after we had a CEO join our team, um, I was promoted into a chief administrative officer role and I've had um, control over the administrative you know, functions for, for some time. And uh, then we just closed our series B funding in April of this past year. Um, and the board asked me to, to move into the CEO role. So it's an amazing opportunity. Right, yeah. um, I'm super thrilled. To, to have it, the professional opportunity, but also to lead such a talented and dedicated group of employees. We have about 50 employees now, um, and every single employee that we have is uh, very passionate about ensuring that we deliver these precision medicine options to patients and really feels very passionately. Everybody has some connection to cancer and right. you know, knows someone that has had cancer, um, and, you know, I would just say that it's, it's really, um, I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity to lead this, this amazing group of people because they, they just are so dedicated to ensuring that we deliver the best, the best product, the best options 
to, to patients. All right. That's great. great. And you guys are doing great work. Thanks. So um, you said the, the company started in 2015 and you're already at 50 employees. Yes. Um, take us through kind of that path. Like, was, was there a point where it really jumped in growth and, and you guys sped up? Because I know you guys have moved quite quickly. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been great to, to be able to, to grow the company in the last four years to, to get us to, to 50 people. Uh, we, had, we were able to source amazing talent in Buffalo. Um, many of our lab, our clinical lab team and R&D team uh, are former employees of Roswell Park Cancer Institute. Um, and we have also been uh, very successful in recruiting talent from out of town, in part because of the, the nice renaissance that Buffalo has had, uh, which has made Buffalo a really attractive place for people to, to live and work and, and raise a family. Right. Do you have any anecdotes of someone that moved from, from elsewhere, uh, like a nice story that comes to mind? We have had a lot of employees um, join us from out of town, actually. Yeah. Um, I asked because, so last week we launched our town attraction brand, Be in Buffalo. Um, so it's kind of top of mind for us, obviously, and top of mind for the whole community. But um, it, I think it is those like personal stories that tell Buffalo's story the best. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, at least two employees that come to, to top of mind who were in situations where they were living in larger markets in, in D.C. Um, and New York City metro area and um, really were happy and had young children and were really struggling um, with um, uh, what to do about school and the private schools and not having public school options. So I can say that in recruiting talent from out of town, one of the things that has been very attractive to people both is the affordable housing but also the amazing public schools that we have to offer here. Um, right. And that's been certainly, I think, a tipping factor for some for some candidates looking looking at um, joining us. Right. And you you went to law school here, but mm-hmm. um, you relocated as well with with your husband. And one of the things we mm-hmm. talk about a lot is the um, it's not just attracting the person for that job, but also the spouse that is typically coming with them. Yeah. Um, you know, what can you say about Buffalo's renaissance and not just opportunities with OmniSeq, but being part of like a, a larger ecosystem and community? Yeah, I think the changes. So I relocated back to Buffalo in 2000, end of 2007. And the changes that have occurred since I relocated back to Buffalo are just extraordinary. Right. Um, the growth just on the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus uh, during that period of time the new buildings, the, the new Oshai Children's Hospital, the move of the medical school to the campus has really, um, I think, created a really nice ecosystem for us, for health systems, but also for biotech. And that's a nice change for us to have here and to have biotech opportunities where I think they were much harder to find. 10 or 15 years ago is, is really a, a wonderful thing so that when you do have uh, talented people moving back, their spouses are able to find jobs uh, in Buffalo that are attractive, that are high paying uh, for, for um, top talent. Right. Uh, speaking of those like biotech and life sciences advantages um, and the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus really exploding over the last you know 10 years even, um, as the CEO of a company, what, um, you know, what like business advantages do you find operating in Buffalo 
as opposed to you know a company like this obviously you spun out of roswell there's a reason why you're here but mm-hmm. theoretically it could be based in a lot of different cities why buffalo yeah well i can say that uh we, we wouldn't be here without Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center, obviously. But having access to researchers on the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus, having access to those core resources, uh, so the, the, um, the research departments at Roswell Park has been really critical to our assay um, development, our R&D projects. We collaborate with Roswell Park on a lot of projects. And then being based here, it's been really nice for us because we've been able to um, roll out our new products. We've, we've launched a new product, a new next-gen product every year since the company launched in 2015. And Roswell Park oncologists and community oncologists and those working here in the community have been our early adopters. And they've given us tremendous feedback that has been really helpful in us um, utilizing to, to leverage for the next product and to, to continuously improve what, what our offering is. So we're extremely grateful uh, to be here and for the close collaboration we have not only with Roswell Park oncologists and researchers, but also within the community. Right. And you spoke about the talent, not just hiring here locally, but being able to recruit here as well. Um, yeah. How have you found like people from outside of the area enjoying the quality of life in Buffalo? Obviously, they're moving a lot of them for an opportunity with OmniSeq. You know, a great job, great company, but you know there are things after five thirty p.m. after work. What do you hear from people that have moved? I think everyone is very excited at the develop by the development on the waterfront, certainly, and to have Riverworks and Canal Side and have those options and certainly all of the cultural options that we have in Buffalo. They have the Albright Knox Art Gallery here and to have amazing restaurants. I think in Buffalo we um, really uh, have wonderful restaurants and most of us are foodies and I think that, that a lot of the feedback I get from people that we've recruited to Buffalo is, wow, I had no idea you had such amazing restaurants in, yeah. in, in Buffalo and there's theater and there are museums. And, Mm-hmm. You know, for, I think for a mid-sized city, we have so much to offer, and there's such richness here, both culturally, and um, it, it's really nice. It's a nice thing to see. I've interviewed a bunch of people that have relocated here recently for the Be in Buffalo campaign, and every single one mentions the food here and how amazing it is. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Um, so we touched on, on Roswell, um, but OmniSeq isn't just a Roswell spin-out. Uh, Roswell is, you know, a, a continuing partner of yours yes. in your growth. Um, talk a little bit about that partnership and their Center for Personalized Medicine and how how you guys coexist. Yeah, um, like I said, we're we're extremely grateful uh, for the close relationship that we have with Dr. Johnson uh, and her team, uh, and it's been critical to OmniSeq's success, both because they funded our our Series A and continue to, to um, be a shareholder, um, but, but the continuous scientific and clinical support from their team has been really tremendous, and it gives us opportunities to, to collaborate with them on grants. It gives us opportunities to collaborate with them um, on translational medicine, and that is where Roswell Park is really strong, is in their translational medicine um, programs. So 
we, we are able to, to work with them on um, projects that help patients get the, the newest drug, the newest therapy. Um, our clinical reports surface clinical trials for patients and what clinical trials might be appropriate for them. So for patients who don't have a lot of options and don't have on-label drug options uh, based on their genomic profiling and their mutations, um, clinical trials also give them a, a wonderful option. Um, so, so that's in part. We also, um, in 2017, partnered with LabCorp, and that has been a tremendous opportunity for our company to then leverage their distribution channel and sell our products nationally. And I'm sure you can't share too much, but um, based on what you can, what would you say is, is next for OmniSeq? What can we expect in, in the community? We are in the process of working on a uh, new assay which we hope to be able to launch next summer. Um, and it is a larger gene panel that um, is both genomic profiling and looks at immune oncology markers as well. Uh, and you know, we're, we're um, going to try to take this particular product through the FDA, which is, which is a, new, a new experience for us and for our team. Um, and we have a lot of experience working with the state of New York and the New York Clinical Lab Evaluation Program. Um, but the tests that we've brought up to date have been what's referred to as lab-developed tests. And the current project that we're working on um, has a goal of actually getting FDA approval, which is really exciting. So we're dedicating a lot of resources to make sure that we have the infrastructure at OmniSeq to support an FDA-approved product. Um, and our team is working fast and furious to, to make sure um, that that we can validate and, and bring up this new test and it will be of the highest quality standards. Great. Well, thank you so much for, you know, everything you guys do in the community and and the, the actual work that you're producing. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Greg. Before I let you go, we have a, club, a couple blizzard round questions. Okay. Hard-hitting, journalistic questions. <laughs> okay. Putting you on the hot seat. All right. If you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? Lake Effect Sponge Candy. Great answer. Book or TV show that you'd recommend? Uh, the Crown. Text or phone call? Text. Bills or sabers? Bills. Hiking or skiing? Hiking. Last question, most important. Chicken wings, drumstick or flat? Drumstick. Good choice. <laughs> Good answer? Yes. Thank you very much. Thanks, Greg. Bell Ringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded, nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.